and we are back. Hey, hey, oh, we are back. Whoa. Like really back. Like in the flesh. Mm, yep. Yeah. In the same room. It's kind of weird. I assure you we're open. Breathing each other's air, seeing each other's like <laughs> lower halves. Oh, it's... I had to wear well, pants today. Well, actually, we're <laughs> sitting around a table where we can't see people's lower halves. So. Well, okay. But, but that, we did have to wear pants. Or we I mean, did have to wear pants. Wear pants I didn't all like, around. take them yeah. off or anything. <laughs> <laughs> <still got them. laughs> That's usually when you first meet someone, Jeff. I, you always uh, the first hello thing there. Hey, can I take my pants here? Is it okay? <laughs> Very restricted. <laughs> I get hot. <laughs> <laughs> well, Welcome. To the uh, to the basement, mm-hmm. the new basement. Yeah, I mean it's not a new basement to me, but it's a new basement to us collectively recording. Yes, it's a little this yep. and a little that. Feels yeah. right to be playing D and D in a basement again. D and D around a table with real dice and real people. Yeah, listen. Oh, oh, nice. That's nice. Yeah, and there's even been paper and pencil used on this table. Yeah. That's right. There is. There's actual paper. And a lot of digital stuff too, but yeah, yeah, that's how that's it feels good. All right, well, that's a wrap. Thanks, thanks guys <laughs> for showing up. <laughs> thanks for listening. Yeah, so everybody, thank you for hanging on. And uh, well, I don't even know what to look at now. It's like I'm used to just staring at the screen, and now there's like people. Mm-hmm. I'm kind of uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, I have to make eye contact. <laughs> So yeah, so as, as you gathered from last week's intermission, and we're we're here and we're ready to do it, episode eighteen, and um, I don't know, I'm not sure what else what else needs to be said. Well, we need our update from Alar. Well, of course you do. Oh yeah, let's do that. The heroes moved up another level, finding another trap-lined hallway making their way into an ancient storeroom storeroom film filled with crates they were beset by a horde of zombies with brokos's bear pack they made short work of them what other ancient terrors will they find deeper within find out on dungeon patrol that's the sound bite we need the little dun 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 okay I, I don't think we need. We were talking about the the new board has uh, buttons for you know sound effects, and mm-hmm. I just didn't want it to sound too much like a morning show. Mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe just a few buttons. It could be fun. I I, I do kind of want my own one for the mandolin. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I think that's great. I think I I do think we need the badger. The show would be called Don and the Bard. <laughs> 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 what does the mandolin play? Da, 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 no, no. <laughs> <laughs> just one strum, turkey in the straw, just a power chord. Yep, yeah, that's yep. that's only a trill. Yeah, oh, okay, power so, trill. Yeah. So yeah. every time you do one of your inspirational songs, mm-hmm. we just hit that button. Yep. Okay, I'm feeling it. It may, it may be a little bit before we get to that far. I, don't uh, worry about it, man. Let's just. I, I'm super let's excited. Just to, tell it, it, silly stories. Yeah, I mean, as long as we're recording again, and this this, this red light means we're getting some stuff on tape, uh, I feel like that's yeah. progress. That is progress. There's a lot of dead zombies on this screen. Yeah, yeah. I mean, speaking of progress, dead dead zombies. You guys have made a lot of progress into the story, and you've killed a lot of things. We've killed a lot of things. I'm not sure. I'm, I'm not sure. Tris is feeling the progress. Are you sure we haven't barely scratched the surface? Oh, mm. I'm out. 
man. You said that multiple times when I've used a pun, and you're still here. Uh, I love you. I, yeah. Uh, I got carried away that one episode. I don't think people are going to ever forgive me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I felt dirty when hey, it was all over. So The low fruit on the tree still tastes good. That's true. That's true. So, yeah, we left off, and you guys found a giant pile of loot. And we didn't really, we kind of started touching on it. I think we read a few things Mm -hmm. and then you were scribbling, scribbling furiously. I hope you wrote it all down because I didn't. The the (laughs) not at all. Mithril chain. (laughs) Yes. Yes, please. I, I wrote down exactly one thing. A silver hairpin inlaid with bronze. Yeah, I wrote down potion of healing. That's it. He got the uh, Dagmar got those bracers. Was it on this one or yeah. this one? That was no, the one before. That was the oh, one, yeah. the one before. Hmm. I think there was a staff too. Oh, Maybe like you a put it in the staff. chat on roll twenty. It's fine, man. I did. Is it still sitting there? Yeah, it's still sitting there. Sweet. That it's was... mostly just like loot. Well, <laughs> well <laughs> yes, of levitation, coinage, like coinage, and oh, you boots know. of levitations, right? Yeah. All right. So is it actually in? This chat? No, it's in. Not gonna be the one on the screen. It's I don't know. I think I've got I I've got two roll bards playing. I need the boots of levitation. Yeah, yeah, I do. You do. Yeah, it would be yeah. pretty cool. Because if we can get some kind of like thermaturgy or something where you can just have the hair. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, get me a wind machine. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> wind and smoke machine. Mm-hmm. You can have both. Like we can do nice. fog. <laughs> yeah, we can do minor illusion for the lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. well, dancing lights. I, I can cast thaumaturgy at will. Oh, that, uh, yeah. Cause, yep. Mm-hmm. Wow. Really bring it up a notch. We do. Yeah. We do. So maybe Triss's role in the band is not just, not just. Stage manager. Yeah. yeah or stage or manager, like pyrotechnics. special effects. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There you go. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Look do you I... trust her with pyrotechnics? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> I trust her more than Legacy of Avernus. Very... Come on now, yeah. I got this. No, no, I'm saying as far as she just you know don't be in the wrong spot because you use a lot of hair products. I would imagine. <laughs> <laughs> One right. spark. That's all it takes. Okay, DM, where are we going? I have no idea where you're going. Actually, I was just copying and pasting the loot over back into my OneNote because. Apparently, I was so excited at the end of that episode that I didn't do that. I genuinely thought I had lost it, and that would have been annoying. (laughs) But it's a lot of money. Yes. Yeah, I mean, it was. It's like perfume and silk and all the, like, some new boots. Leather boots with fine steel buckles. I don't know if somebody needs some new boots. No, I already stole those boots. I'm good. All right, so. Okay. uh, Then I guess I will make the assumption that all this loot is going into somebody's bags. Those boots of levitation are going on my feet. Yeah, those would look cool on you. Right. So there were four potions of healing. One each. We're good. That was actually pretty convenient. Uh, So one each? Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah, that carved wooden staff studded with electrum. And that was just a staff with electrum. Mm -hmm. There was nothing magical you said. A fancy Mm -hmm. staff. A fancy fancy staff. staff. Yeah. So I don't know if... a swag. If that's something that... uh, Dagmar can use or wants to use? Yes. 
if nobody else has any needs. Oh, for there that. you go. And then Brokos can just put that staff back on his back forever. There we go. And give just you your fancy staff back. Can't believe you guys have not even noticed me enough to know that I've been carrying a staff around the whole time. And then we'll just forget about it, though. Yeah. All right, cool. Well, then, uh, we're not going to bore people with all these cool, shiny things. Too late. Too late. People are bored. <laughs> I meant to, I should just post that list inside of the Facebook chat. Yes, that would make more sense. Yeah, we'll do that. So, anybody who's like into the little details, they can go look at that. All and right. So, we have killed all these zombies. Where can we, where's the door? And we opened all those crates that to find all the loot, right? It's like the hallway leads south, but then it ends. So, yeah, there's those two big doors to the west that are sealed slash broken. Right, so basically this is huge warehouse. Oh, and stairs. And stairs. There's okay. these stairs leading up, which you did feel like fresh air, possibly. And, oh, yeah. And then that really huge, it's really not even a hall. It's just more like an extension of the warehouse because it's you know, 20 feet wide and like 40 feet tall, lined with shelves. And we believe that we've gone down quite a bit. No, we've been coming up you've since been, you've we been climbing. arrived. Okay. Yeah, yeah you've been climbing. Okay, so then we go to the stairs. Dungeon. It is. I mean, you haven't you haven't explored every possible avenue. Yes, um, but we have a mission. Yeah, we're trying to get somewhere. Yeah, I, yeah. No, I know you are. Just but all the boxes are open. It's I all know done. you are. What am I? <laughs> mm. <laughs> I'm the voice of God. All right. So that's it. I mean, you pretty much, if you wanted to, to you can go up here. Or at this point, you could backtrack considerably. No, let us go up. Yes, Triss says go up. Triss yeah. says go up. Then up we shall go. I could uh, possibly check it out. I mean, you know, I could turn into a little rat. Mm, there are things in this in this place that would eat rats, so maybe we just. Oh, I could turn it. into a large bear then. That's really stealthy. <laughs> I'll uh, I'll go up the stairs oh, stealthy. Yeah, you could stealth too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's kind of your thing. It's kind of what I'm here for. So I'll uh, get stealthy and go up the stairs. All right, you're gonna get stealthy. So Dagmar gets his stealth on and starts climbing the stairs. So, Brokos, are you turning into a rat? No. No. Okay. It's a 27 for stealth. Although Dagmar could put you in the pocket, his pocket, and you can hang out with Mr. Squeakers. <gasps> I don't, I don't hang out with Could make mice. a new friend. Oh, no? No. Mm. Mr. Squeakers is giving you eyes, man. Hmm. You're not a real animal. You just pretend to be one. Squeaks is hurt. <laughs> he doesn't even know why. Well, he'll find out. So, Dagmar, how far up do you want to go? Well, I'm and I will try and stealthily follow him because at a reasonable. Ooh, not really. And I will supervise. Watch it. It's stairs slippery. I, I got an eight. So. All right. Nice. So, cool. Dagmar, you're keenly aware of the noise Triss is making behind you. You swear she's been quieter in the past, but you've moved oh. far enough ahead that whatever it, whatever may be waiting should uh, should not hear you coming. Yeah, I want to go up the stairs until, and I would like to search for any kind of strap or traps, but uh, I would like to go up to the next landing or hallway or whatever uh, comes up next. Yeah, so the 
the next, let's say next landing is you climb a good 40, 50 feet and there is a landing, but it's um, basically a, a, another set of like double doors and you can just make out like a hall beyond it, but it's complete, completely collapsed in. Okay. So, I mean, a rat might be able to scurry through there, but there's really no clear passage. Brokos, you're up. Okay. Um, um, I will wait at that until I see Triss, and then um, you can you jump down at her? Can you get Brokos? <sighs> yes, I go back and get Brokos. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going. I will turn into a rat and. Almost when I'm casting the spell, will be like a told you so face and go up the stairs or jump on Triss's shoulder. Yes, I will carry him up. Save some time. Okay. And Try the then, tail. Aylar, you're following or are you going to stay alone behind in the dark? <laughs> no one asked me alone. to come up. <laughs> Is that a yes? Yes, I'm, I'm coming up. <laughs> With a little pout. <laughs> All right. So you guys uh, climb round and around these stairs, uh, you know, several different flights up. And there is a landing here. The stairs can do continue up if I didn't, if I was not clear on that. And there's some collapsed. Basically, it's like a set of double doors. One of them is um, just sort of busted open. And then you can just peer beyond it and you see it, see the large hall again, like this 20 foot wide hall. And it's just like completely imploded in. So it, it doesn't look safe. Bro, Brokers, you think you could scurry through there, mm-hmm. but it's pretty obvious there's no like safe passage for the, the group. Um, well, and, and there's air coming, fresh air, it seems like. Not from that tunnel. It okay. still seems like it's, that's from up. Sure. Um, I'll, I'll kind of just jump off Tris's shoulder, and I'll go ahead and get through there. Just I just want to peek through and see what I see on the other side or kind of get through the area, if that works. And I will continue stealthily up the stairs to see what's potentially next. All right. You do so. Um, Dagmar, you just, you you start spiraling up again and I will get to you in a moment. Okay. So Brokos, yeah, Mm -hmm. you, you know, even in your rat form, you're not feeling it's very safe. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So you can kind of scurry through and, you know, squeeze through some rocks. Okay. And the, the collapse uh, seems to extend a, a good 30 feet or so. You think there might be, you know, if you can keep making your way through here, I'm going to actually have you, even a rat form, kind of make, uh, I guess, a, do you, you said you've got athletics or acrobatics or? Well, I mean, the, I'll just I have to do that in a rat form. Right. Under the rat, so I can. Either that or just a dexterity, just to kind of continue your squeezing through. Sure. That will be a 12. Right. That's just a dex. That, that's fair. Yeah. Um, you, you're not feeling very safe. You kind of start getting, it's, I mean, there there are, there's spaces for a rat to get through mm-hmm. here, but there's still loose rock and uh, you you feel like it's probably not worth pursuing. Yep. I will duck back in and come, come through. All right. So the Triss and Alar will wait for you to return. Dagmar, you, um, you, you climb... I'm going to say several more flights of stairs and you, uh, 
the the walls here change like there's a transition where you think you've kind of come maybe from the subsurface and uh, you're still kind of spiraling up and you come to another landing and it feels like you're in the base of a tower because the the wall the masonry is different here and they're instead of like being this more smooth like large fitted stones it's like smaller masonry like you would expect from a tower uh, and there is a, a large uh, set of double doors here like big oak doors iron bound with a with a huge lock on it and then the stairs continue up into this tower so the the key difference is is that the stairs uh, below you were really wide like like you know industrial size wide like 10 foot wide and the stairs here it, the spiral is smaller and it's only like a five foot wide stairs. You can feel air above you still coming from wherever this tower leads. Okay. Other than that, the base of this, like this kind of a small open room with some debris, you can see was probably some rotted furniture, maybe a desk, okay. uh, but it's just like so much time has passed. It is just almost like decomposed and just like lumps of gotcha. decaying matter. Is there any tracks on the ground in the dust that would indicate that this room is used or checked? There's definitely signs of, uh, of vermin, but okay. not by people. Not, Nothing humanoid. Not there's okay. there's quite a bit of, of like rat scat and things like that. So creatures inhabited this, and there's there's also um, definitely more signs of like insects. You can see little creepy crawlies here, which you really didn't see so much of. Okay. Through the lower complex. And the double doors, uh, just real carefully, I'd like to test to see if it is locked. Uh, they are locked. Okay. Yeah. I mean, yeah, you and they seem to be like swollen and, and really lodged into place. Like there's no play. You can see uh, through uh, like through the keyhole and just like they're very like there's almost no crack in the, like between the doors. Okay. But there is um, some illumination, obviously not daylight, but there's there's some uh, unnatural, not a creepy unnatural, but like, like a magic light. Okay. Uh, a soft light kind of coming through the keyhole. That's not a, not a big enough space to see anything or make out any details other than, you know, there's light on the other side of that. Okay. Um, I will uh, stealthily head back down uh, to join my companions. All right, you get back down, and Brokos has uh, scurried back out of the debris. I shake my little rat head and jump up on Triss's shoulder. Yeah, he's kind of covered in dust. Mm. I don't know how we would have gotten through there anyway, so... Well, it looks like the stairway keeps going up into a base of a tower, and we've got some doors, but we're not going to be able to get through them quiet, and we're going to have to break them down. We can keep going up, but uh, and that's where it feels like the air is coming from. That might be our best play. Okay. But let us continue going. Okay. Up into the tower. Yes, up the stairs. And I would like to lead again um, stealthily. You do so. Go ahead and give me another stealth check. I will try and be stealthy again. Uh, 24. Uh, 17. Nice. All right. Uh, You stealthily climb these stairs leading into the tower. And you, and this time, you, again, there's no flights because there's no other landings in the tower. Mm-hmm. It's just, you're just climbing the stairs up. And you think you go up about another 40 feet. Mm-hmm. And you reach 
the top of the tower, although it is the top in its current state because the top of the tower, whatever was here, has been sheared off. And as you kind of reach the last bit of the spiral, you can see on the tops of the stairs, there's still like chunks of rock and debris and things like that. And you reach the, the top of the available stairs and you uh, you can actually like step into the open. Okay. And you're now looking into both the vast cave and what looks like a city. So I will go ahead. I, I don't know if you're going to call everybody else down. I'm going to change the view here. Yeah, I'll, once I get to the top, I'll call them up. Well, I was coming up anyway, so it does not matter. All right, I so. was waiting for my invitation. <laughs> Something a vampire would say. Someday, Brokos. I was thinking that, because I can't talk. How else will I sing the Eternal Sonata? <laughs> oh, that's not creepy at all. No, that's... <laughs> All right. You might turn the turn order. Yes. There you go. Thank you. All right. There you go. You can see every last little bit. I'm going to actually zoom way the heck out so you can see I've got this cutesy little pond. These are 20 foot squares. Oh, that's massive. Yeah. Oh, wow. And we're going to just kind of zoom out. For the people at home, I'm going to try to give you the best description I can here to really get you a sense of what you are seeing. So you are at the top of. The, the remains of a 40-foot tower. And you are looking out. You think you are at the edge of what would have been about a 2,500-foot uh, diameter disc-shaped city. And the top of the tower that you're, you're on, is it, it's stable enough, but you can see that it probably had another 20 feet originally that it had sheared off. And you see that scattered across the ground just to your south. Now, you are roughly, or actually almost identically, uh, if you were going to bisect the city, you are like halfway. Uh, and on the, I'm going to say on the left side because there really is, there isn't orientation other than your arbitrary roll 20 orientation. So you're near the edge, about halfway or midpoint of this, of this city. And there's these basically concentric rings that would have uh, indicated city districts in its original state. In the outer district, the outer ring would have been like a parkland that uh, basically circled the entire city. And there's still growth there, much like you saw over in Subterra or Knockabout. And this entire city, though, I'm going to zoom way out to give you a sense because there's a lot going on here. And there's <clears throat> you've got this ring of parkland, which is probably like 50 feet wide. And then you've got uh, another ring, which is like a city block. And each ring is separated by about a 20 foot wall. And also the rings, each ring raises up just a little bit, almost like it had, it had been built on a, uh, like a hill, but you can tell all of this was constructed. So the, the outer ring of city is probably good hundred feet or so. And then there's like an inner ring of city, which is about twice the size of the outer ring. And there's another ring of parkland, and then the center of this city is a huge palace with a massive spires, and it forms kind of a cross with a, a big center tower. So the city itself, because you're still underground, uh, you're you're in a huge cavern, 
the the ceiling is not as high as knockabout in fact it's only about i'm gonna say about a 150 feet tall or so and you can see that the, the the ceiling above probably at some point was just like sheared through the air here is uh it's not outdoor air so it's still the cavern air but there's kind of a movement to it there you feel a light breeze on the southeast side of the city you can see probably about 10 percent of the city or so is destroyed like it that's just a probably a massive impact it's just a huge pile of rubble and where it has impacted with this cavern wall and it is just some like a massive pile of debris also the entire city is at a slant very much the slant you've been experiencing this whole time about mm-hmm. a 15 to 15 degree so you, you you get a sense that this whole city has shifted at an angle there are many many spires still standing dotted across the city and uh, all the different buildings and the, the various heights most of the outer ring buildings that you like where you're at are a single story with the interspersed second story building there's also a lot of collapsed buildings so I've I've got this map here we kind of zoom into regions where you'll see that there's whole sections where buildings have toppled. But the whole place is illuminated, and that really is kind of burying the lead. There are these magical lights all over the city, sometimes in different colors. You see some possible um, patterns that might be indicating districts, but these magical lights illuminating huge sections of the city. There are spots where you can see there's more collapses, where there's areas of like pitch dark, pitch dark. it's a lot to take in. So one more really amazing facet, and then I'm gonna let you guys start asking questions. The north side of the city, you see what looks like a shimmering barrier where you would almost expect to be the cavern wall that covers about a quarter of this disc, floor to ceiling. And beyond that barrier, you have to surmise is the ocean because you can see just a wall of water floor to ceiling and you know it, the illumination here isn't like daylight but i mean you can you can pick up motion going on like there's aquatic life and things going on there like you're in a gigantic aquarium so i will stop talking there and uh if you want to look at the map you want to zoom in you have questions it's it's a, it's a bit i simply marvel at the urban planning involved and and begin to um, contemplate a new post-adventuring career path. How are the acoustics? Do we hear anything? You, you do. So you do hear things. Uh, I mean, it's obviously it's not like an occupied city. There's not the sounds of daily life or anything like that. No, but what do we hear? You hear the what? So you hear probably the squeaks of cave bats. Because there, there are actually bats flying in the air and little, you know, doing their bat-like aerial dances. Um, you hear the occasional, like, like humming noise kind of reverberating through, like, even still, like, the tower walls. Like, there's some large machinery or something still cranking below the city streets. Um, you hear a distant shout echoing somewhere to the south. But uh, yeah, yeah, you don't really hear like it's not like you're in a jungle or anything like that. There's not like t- it's, not, it's not teeming with wildlife, but it's also not silent. 
but there's there is an eerie ancient feeling here and we're 40 feet up from the street right okay and the place is overgrown with i mean there's vines and trees and things that all seem to be thriving under the these magical lights so the lights are up no the light so you're actually above all the lights there's nothing in there's nothing up in the cave Everything that is here came with the city. So there's like street lamps. Oh. Uh, you know, again, many toppled here and there, but the design is very much like what you've seen in Knockabout. Or, except this place is clearly older. And we assume these are magic lights, or are we just, there's nothing, how do we know they're magic lights? Because they're not flickering? Yeah, yeah. Actually, <laughs> I'm trying to think about right because if they were if they were like you know well oil oil or just you know oil lamps they'd be definitely be flickering. Mm-hmm. Okay. Plus, it would require you know a huge army of okay. Uh, you know, magic light is sort of like fluorescent in tone. You can tell. Yeah. You can tell. It's not natural. <laughs> plus, plus there you know again it's mostly it's mostly this this warm warm light, but there are there are and I you know to not to delabor there are, there are other colors. Okay scattered around either for decor or, or marketing. But the lights are still being run even though this is abandoned that we know of. Like, it's overgrown. Yeah, it, it is clearly abandoned and ancient. Okay. You do notice there is a large, like, galleon ship. If you didn't pick it out on the map, I was waiting for people. Just, it's clearly kind of wrecked, but it's sitting in the middle of the city over there near the palace. Hmm. And it's not, I mean, we could probably check it out, but can we see it very well from here or surmise it's how, how it's actually built? Or do we see just sails in a, like a regular galleon? Um, you can't make out the finer okay. details, but it does seem to have cells both vertically and horizontally off the sides. Okay. Perhaps for aerial mm-hmm. purposes. I mean, thus far we have not seen any sort of flying vehicles at all in this world, but Okay, I've been waiting for us to get our airship. It's always an important point in the adventure when you get the airship. And <laughs> you can go over all the map, you know? It's, I mean, It's like fast travel. It's abandoning. Airship. What? Airship? Yeah, I mean, right? Jefferson. That's yeah. Airship. Yeah. airship. Or, or Aylor Airship. Aylor 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 airship. airship. I mean, yeah. So, okay. What do you want to do? <laughs> I can't speak, so I'm just. Well, we have to figure out a way to get down. Who has rope? Brokos. So I'm just a little rat who goes. We need a little squeak sound too. I can see that. <laughs> yeah, we need a squeak sound. We need all the animal sounds for our. Druid. I will fill up the soundboard. Badger, bear. I mean, I could get on your your shoulder and pull your hair, like you know. I do not want to rat it in my hair. I wouldn't be in your hair, technically. I will uh, <laughs> look around to see if there's anywhere I can anchor a rope to. I've got some rope I produce. I mean, we could go and force the door. We could. That might be loud, though. So sure, you 
I mean, yeah, it, it would. You could probably anchor it to a piece of a broken beam or something that still remains here. There's no mechanics to the door that we see. Like it's no kind of chains or anything held open. Well, so the, he's talking about the door at the the, the first base, floor. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. It seemed swollen. like it was sw- like swollen shut. Okay. Um, so yeah, he, I mean, you could. So if you've got rope, I mean, you could descend here. I also have rope. Didn't somebody also just get something about? Well, climbing? thank you, you two. Climbing. I'm glad two of you can be useful. I say, looking at the rat. I can just climb down. Great, that's really helpful <laughs> to the rest of us. Well, somebody also got boots of levitation. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just point my little rat paw down to his well, boots. I'm, I'm not going to carry you. <laughs> uh, not even his little rat form. Wow. I will. Uh, I'll just jump off with the rope to anchor it at the bottom. So I'll just jump off the tower. You're gonna jump forty feet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I want to use slow fall as my reaction to oh, reduce. Oh, that's right. You got oh, that monk stuff. Yeah. Monk stuff. Yeah. The monk slow fall. For all the kids listening, just I want you to imagine uh, I look like Remy. So that's how cute I am, and that's how Alar is talking to Remy. Wow. Seeming to give. Your really? point. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you just jump and he just pulls the rope. He jumps off and all of you have a moment of panic because obviously you haven't seen him do this <laughs> trick yet. <laughs> you think he's like, I can't take it anymore. Wow. He did not like us. So, so what, does that, what does that look like? What do you think? Uh, yeah. So basically I just get to the ledge holding one end of kind of the rope loosely and just hop off and kind of use the wall to slow my fall on the way down. Parkour. Yep. And I feel awesome doing it. <laughs> okay, uh, so it's like you just say, grab a ledge, drop, and flip. Mm-hmm. Get your toe in. Bro, that was sick. And uh, Do you one, even have to make a roll? It just works. No, it, it works, but it reduces 20 points of damage. So I still could potentially take some damage. Falling damage. But it's... Worth oh, it to be right. Awesome. So I get to roll 46, right? <laughs> yep. Sweet. So if you can get, over, yeah. you can get over 20, then I'll have uh, oh, punished okay. myself a little bit. But Oh, yeah, that's not very likely then. Although, let's see. Let's see. I can roll that's, four sixes. That's why we rolled the dice. Here we go. Right? Here we go. Uh, not terrible. That's on 9, um, 14, 15, 16, 17. You are good. All right. And uh, once I get to the ground, I want to tie it off at an angle so they could potentially slide down the rope like with something. But it's like literally just me that's be sliding down the rope. Well, I, maybe I want to feel useful. So I'll, 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 I'll get on the rope and climb down it. Thank you. Yes. Okay, so you're staking it off or you're holding it? Yeah, just, just staking it off somewhere to provide that angle so somebody oh, can slide. How good are you staking I have. Uh, done I do have engineering, so or uh, uh, exploring gear, so I have uh, pitons that I can use as well if I need to. All right. Well, you yeah, you can just basically go go across the street or whatever and hammer it in. And I right, so then I guess we should just do a dex check for your rat to scurry down the rope. That should yeah. be pretty easy. Right. <laughs> Can't imagine you falling off. Eleven. Okay. Yeah. I mean, rats. 
Rats can climb get the little down pretty weird much paws like squirrels. Like yeah, pumpkin rats. So it's super cute. You scurry down the, mm-hmm. scurry down the. It rope. is super cute. Thank you for recognizing yeah. that. <laughs> he he doesn't like wiggle the rope or anything. So all right, uh, Broco scurries down and makes it on the street level. Did you jump out? Oh, you're you're just looking at your boots, huh? Nope. I I'm gonna step off and gracefully float down. It takes me uh, two rounds to to come down with my arms outspread. Of course. Do you have a cloak? And my eyes closed. Yeah. Okay, so yeah, of course. Your cloak quite, it is quite cloak billows up a little bit. <laughs> the hair yeah. goes up, mm-hmm. too. <laughs> I'll see your fancy monk stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so, so Tris, everybody else has demonstrated cool things. This is your chance. Just go back now. Like, I am tempted just to go back down and beat the shit. There's there's the next audio sound. Uh, (laughs) Tell us how you really feel. (laughs) Um, Pause for edit. (laughs) Okay. So I just. (laughs) Instead, I will grumble a bit since I'm up there by myself. (laughs) <laughs> and yes, I will grab hold of the rope and I will I'm I'm not going to do anything fancy. I don't need to impress these guys. And you're, you're gonna zip line? Your tail's not prehensile, right? It is not. Alright, so you're gonna I zip line. Glare at him, oh, yes. Alright, so that would probably just be athletics or mm, yes, I will do athletics. That is a twenty-three. Wow, okay, great. Okay. So uh Tris what did you say you're putting over? Just something. Whatever. Just. Well, I still have that minotaur horn. I could just. There you go. Oh, that'd be cool. All right. Oh, that's, that's, there you go. That's, that's cool. Now you're, now you're playing with the cool. All right. So it, it's it's still that's amazing. A rat. So you, yeah, you're just a rat climbing a rope, man. That's. <laughs> so you Every slide, sailor's seen that. Slide down the rope. <laughs> you land gracefully at the bottom. All right. So, now what do we do? Do we try and get your rope back? Um. Elar, you go back up and uh, untie no, it. No, I, I think we should leave it in case we have to get out the way Although we came. Although it does make it obvious that someone was here. That's true. I mean, if Elar had waited, he could have untied it, but... No, it's okay. And I'll hold my arms out. Oh my gosh. Put my head back and start rising. <laughs> here we go. <laughs> <laughs> So he floats back up to the top. <laughs> Are those called boots of levitation or God complex? Nah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Just smile and nod. I'm like, awesome. Yeah. So, Alar, you enjoy the view there for a moment. You can reach over. Oh, I've got my eyes closed in ecstasy. So <laughs> <laughs> no view. I'm just floating. Um, yeah, I'll un- un- it's unhook the rope. and. I think you got to work a mandolin strum into that when oh, you do come nice. up. Oh, yeah. nice. Everything plan. he's yeah. ever wanted. Plan. Or if he had chimes also. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll put some chimes on, you know, the hem of my robe or something. There you so. go. But do you want to <laughs> levitate up further just to really embrace the moment? Or? Yeah, actually. that's No, I don't want to be spotted. <laughs> <laughs> you almost got me. It's a trap. I, I did. <laughs> it was so close. <laughs> what? So, I assume tri- you levitate back down. Yes, I do. All right. So now you're all four at the base with the rope. And Triss is going to try and sketch a little map so that she can keep track of where they are and how they got in here and where this tower is. 
Okay. Do you, are you have a little sketchbook? Well, yeah. I I bought some of that paper when I thought I was going to do my own picture. Hmm. Well, we do have the sea wall as a reference point, so we're not going to get completely lost. Hmm. Like, there's the we can use that as north, so to speak. Maybe she just wants to draw. Maybe I just want to and, draw. And that's fine. I'm just saying. Nice perspective shot of down the road. Sorry to be barred explaining to you. But. <laughs> <laughs> so the, the area, um, so we'll just, we're going to call that. So north is the seawall. South is the collapsed cave. You're on the west side. And uh, so the area, there, there's about a um, 40 foot square area or so just to the south of this tower where the tower clearly sheared off you know, through force or whatever and projected itself into this debris field. But there's also a spot where you can see it's like the ground has collapsed down, presumably down into that collapse section below below the ground. So there's a, there's a pretty substantial kind of divot in the ground there. Do we see any major entrances or exits from this cavern? You do not. That's odd. That is odd. Well, where should we go now? Towards the sound of the shout? To the palace? I would like to um, use a couple of key points to cast Pass Without Trace on all of us. Nice. Oh. Okay. You have to hold hands, or what? how does that work? You just... They just got to be within 30 feet of me. All right. Yeah. Just claps us on the back. We all hold hands. <laughs> I actually would like to convince them that we do have to hold hands. I mean, for the you spell know, that would be fun if it, if it only worked if you're holding hands yeah. or something like that. <laughs> no, I, yeah, I'll, uh, I'll cast that. And that's good for an hour. Very well. I'll jump back upon Tris's shoulder. Oh, does that mean I have to hold a little rat paw while we're doing that? Yes, it yes, does. Okay. What's your speed as a rat? My speed as a rat. Well, is trick question is whatever feet. Tris is. Mm-hmm. Trick question. Oh, oof, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> we just found out some news, though. Uh, the tiefling's tail is prehensile. <gasps> what? Yes. That is what it says. It's in the rules. Let me see that sheet. <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> whatever. She finally figured out how to use her I did, sadly I did. paralyzed tail. <laughs> That's the whole time. <laughs> All tieflings possess large thick horns of various styles in their heads. Prehensile tails approximately four to five feet in length. Sharply pointed teeth and their eyes are solid orbs of red, black, white, silver, or gold. Prehensile. Okay, so... <laughs> Tris was today years old when she realized, oh, hey, I can move my tail. <laughs> no, I've been moving well, it this whole time. Now the things that she's going to be able to do. Yes. So now I can use it to actually... Kick the bleep out of people. Or grab the <laughs> grab the secret dagger and whip it at somebody. Oh, yeah. Hmm. So that has to be a deal. Didn't you have last season... Uh, like a, a dagger, a sheath, a tail sheath? It was yes. Yeah. yes. It was hidden. Okay. What is your question? The the confusion about the prehensile. Is it tail. like an unarmed strike? 
And do you have the proficiency in your tail proficient in weapons? Well, if it's prehensile, it should just be like an it's offhand me. or something. Yeah. It would. It's a cool. I mean, that's just right there. Should be. I, I'm not arguing that. I just. Yes. Yeah. Apparently, to a raw mm-hmm. is. Great. Okay. You should all be afraid now. <laughs> I'm not afraid of you, Triss. He's gonna get slapped by the table. <laughs> Focus. <laughs> I just smack everybody on the back of the head with my. I my think tail. that's the well, appropriate use for it. Yeah. We now know how you feel about purely <laughs> <laughs> about us. Don't tell slap. <laughs> so what do you what do you guys want to do? You, you, so it's, we've um, got a lot to explore. Yeah. So. Th- are we assuming this is the... The dig site? Yes. There are buildings. Do we need to get a better bird's eye view or a We literally scope? just came down from town. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, like, but closer, like that galleon. I'm a bit curious about that. I'm more concerned about running into someone. I think we should seek out where the, the Arcanum is. But to the south... But we didn't see any evidence of them when we were up at the tower, right? We didn't see, like, a movement, or we didn't see... Well, you didn't, but that doesn't mean they're not... They okay, in buildings so, for right. now. Yeah, so just... Okay, because, you know, you were, you, were, you were 40 feet up, but again, you were on the outer ring. So, because... And the way these concentric circles are... You actually weren't. You didn't have a bird's eye view above every city street because pretty we're much only we're on the sort of low part of the city. Yeah, you're on the low part. So like the uh, you had a pretty good view of the outer ring, but then the next ring up, you really couldn't make out like city streets and all that. So there's a lot that was obscured, and and, and this is a huge city, and because there's still a lot of buildings, I mean, there could be hundreds of people here, and you maybe wouldn't have seen them. It's a bit overwhelming. So. The best you would be from the palace. Yes, that's what they say. We should go to the center and see if they're there, and if not, we can try and... Are we on one of the main thoroughfares? One of the compass points? The the street right to the north of us... Yeah, you are. ...is one of the main ones going straight to the palace. Which is why I have my little sketchbook that I started drawing a map on. (laughs) With the ocean at the north, right? Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, okay. Then uh, you're just going to basically start moving. I'd be impressed if you could just draw with your tail. I, I'm sure I can. There you go. You know what? That will be... Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are people that would give me big money to come and oh, yeah. draw their portraits with my tail. The niche market, but yeah. You know. Market's a market. It's all right. The wealthy people, they've got nothing else to spend their money on. <laughs> I had this. This is a, a Triss original. I would like to get stealthy and kind of get up in front of the group as we're walking. And I want to try to keep my eyes open for any kind of potential movement or any signs of life. All right. That sounds great. So. The street is, uh, I mean, the street again, there's a lot of overgrowth here. 
but it's not necessarily rough terrain. But you can just assume that there's there's buckles in the street, uh, you know, divots and debris and vines and stuff growing around. I mean, you, you know, in in order to to achieve this state of overgrowth, I mean, it's been probably hundreds of years, at least, probably even longer. Who knows? <clears throat> so you, we're going to say you're going in east then, covering down the street. That's what I've gathered. Yes, that is accurate. All right. So, and then Dagmar's going to head out about how far ahead of the group? About 20 foot. Well, it's not very far. Yeah, not crazy far, but that way they'll still get the benefit of that spell. Oh, you have to say close to you. Okay, that's right. Okay. Then you can see that in from where you're at to the the next ring is about 250 feet. So that basically travels through, you know, what used to be this urban area filled with buildings. And so the, the large scale, I, I may use some different maps for the zoomed in section. So don't be too attached with like every, every last piece of building and whatnot. But you can assume that this is a, this is a wide thoroughfare, you know, also almost 40 feet wide, which would have accommodated, you know, a great deal of foot traffic and, vehicles and whatnot uh so you just continue uh, yeah you continue traveling to the east the buildings here are the the buildings to the uh, the the north side of this road are just a series of like lar- uh, you know large everything everything's pretty much stone um one and two story buildings and there's obviously doors inviting you to inside but the you could spend who knows how long exploring an entire city and you've got a mission. The buildings to the south side are pretty collapsed. Lots of debris there. Doesn't look very safe. So, say, Dagmar, you said you're being stealthy? Yep. All right. Let's go ahead and make your stealth check. 25. All right. And then uh, make your perception roll. Uh, my passive perception is 21. Uh my perception is nine though on my roll very focused on being stealthy very focused well that's important it's good to be focused okay well the place is uh yeah the you know again it's it's creepy in here and you do hear you know occasional scurrying you know chittering of rocks and just activity but it's not like you're you're feeling like imminently threatened by things but uh it's, it's not a, it's not a dead city in the sense that there may not be people here, but there's things going on. So you don't notice right away. I'm gonna bring out a city street here. All right. So yeah, this is just kind of a cobblestone street. Let me grab your pawns. I'll have to trim this out. All right, so you continue down the street, and Dagbar, you don't quite notice immediately uh, the shuffling creatures that uh, they didn't notice your approach so much, but as you passed by an open area to the uh, like a northern building, uh, you look over and um, you pretty much see them when they see you. Inside of this ruined structure, you see uh, four of these shuffling undead creatures. Oh, we which, do not actually see them on the... I can. Oh, 
No, on, yeah. on I on see them on this one, not on this one. Oh. It is yeah. on the little screen, not the big screen. Uh, oh. There we got go. a big oh. screen for us here in the middle of the table so we can mm. all see the map. Yeah, yeah, it's also confusing because I'm seeing Roll20 on my laptop in front of me, and then we've got the big TV. Anyway, here we go. Old so, school, notebook, paper, scribble it with a pen. It's all good, man. Yeah, that would be painful, though, because I remember spending mm-hmm. all the time like, mm-hmm. okay, let me draw the map out with my marker. Oh, wait, no, that's not the permanent marker. Oh, hold on. <laughs> Quick, we got to get that cleaned off. Yeah. So anyway, so Dagmar, you look over, you see them, and um, they see you. And then they, 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 you just, they make their noise and start uh, shambling towards you. And uh, you feel like that's an appropriate time to actually roll for initiative. And then tell me what you want to do. Yeah. Um, I would like to, well, do you want me to roll initiative first? Roll initiative yes. first. Yes. Okay. Let's do that. Uh, that is a 23. All right. I can plug that in here. Dagmar got a 23. Ooh, ye old zombies. Really well. Look at that. What'd you get, Triss? 14. That's what's. Oh, did you already plug it in? From Brokos, you already plugged yours in? No. Oh. I'm not on roll 20 here. Oh, okay. That's from probably a 15. 15. And um, Alar. No, I got a 22. Very nice. Okay. There we go. All right. And that's perfect. So, Dagmar, you look over. What do you want to do? You have initiative. I would like to draw. Um, actually, I'm going to take the quarterstaff out. And um, as a free action, I'd like to say, enemies on us. And I would like to go f- just straight up to the first one I can see. Uh, yeah, he's literally like five feet away from you. So, yep. And uh, I'd like to attack. All right. So Dagmar shouts out and leaps forward with his cool Electrum staff. Of course. Uh, ten. Ten. Such an impressive roll, but not. Actually, I retract that <laughs> because the zombies are terrible. Yeah, that actually hits. It's so awesome. sad. Um, all right. Is there a reason why I can't see the turn order on there? Did you add us to the turn order? I yeah. did. You would have. Oh, is this one of those weird cases where... you got to delete the old ones. And uh, yeah. Sometimes, I swear, roll 20 is so annoying. Okay, so... You can just tell us. I'm just going to tell yeah. you. It's okay. it's a uh, Dagmar, Alar, Zombies, Brokos, Triss. Thank you. So, Alar's on deck. So, you swing, you hit a zombie. Yep, 11... Uh, bludgeoning damage with the staff and then I would like to use my bonus action to uh, do an unarmed strike as well perfect uh, which is a 24 to hit well that's a hit yeah and that's 7 damage alright you just bashed the crud out of that zombie and uh, that would, that's my turn. All right, then, Alar, what do you want to do? I will move up, unsheathing my rapier and my dagger. You see, Dagmar's found more new friends in this place. And I will stab out 
at the foul creature. I get a 16 with my rapier. That's a hit. And a 21 with my dagger. All right. You hit with both then. So that is nine and five. Nine and five. So I'm going to make a fortitude save. I does not get it. All right. Then that zombie goes down. All right, so he crumples beneath your blades. Back to the grave with you. All right, well, then it is the zombies' turn, and the three remaining zombies that you can see are going to all step up. This guy. I'm just going to move him out of the way. And, Dagmar, you're going to get zombie rushed here. We'll start with Alar since he just took one out. Uh, so yeah, the, the first zombie is going to come up and he's going to try a zombie slam on you. Not so good. That's only going to be a 12 to hit. I assume that that does not hit you. I knock his rotting arm aside. Alright, then Dagmar, you've got two on you. And the first one, that's man, poor rolls today. Uh, I assume a 15? Ah. Okay, misses all around. So the zombies, they don't seem to be nearly as good shape as the ones in, in the basement, but they, they try to bash you unsuccessfully. And then it is Brokos' turn and his little wee rat friend. I'm going to um, give up my turn order to, so for Triss to go ahead of me, so I'll drop down below her. If you want to do that permanently, that's fine. Mm-hmm. And I will kind of tap on her shoulder and tell her to go. And then I'll just wait for her to move before I turn into my... You're going to pull her hair? No, 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 no. Just clink, clink, clink on her armor and then, you know. There is no need for clinking. I go anyway. So, yes, I will rush forward. All right. Uh, Am I driving for you? Yes, because it it is not... Very well on tablets. Yeah, okay. And I'm on her shoulder, so... Okay. Okay, so that is one that is alive? Yes. Okay, then I am going to attack it. First attack is a 21. Uh, absolutely, yeah. These are easy targets. Okay, so then that is... Um, that is nine damage. All right, give him a good punch in the face. Offhand attack is a 25. All right. Uh, for six damage. Okay, second attack is a 26. Four or five damage. Just a flurry of blades. I am. And then 17 for 10 damage. Oof. Wait, so you get four attacks? What She's using her surge action. I get two attacks, but I have two hands. Surge action gives you an extra attack. Is that what you use your surge? No. Is that what you, then you only get. She gets two attacks. Two attacks, so you get three attacks. attacks. So your oh, bonus okay. action only counts yep. as one. Yeah. Oh. You don't get, yeah, you don't get. The All right, fine. <laughs> okay. She's excited. She just want to keep the attack. Because three is not enough. It is not <laughs> enough. And I want to use the tail too. When do I get to use tail? Wow. Can I use tail now too? No. It doesn't give you free attack. It should. Uh, 
<laughs> All right, Brokos, you are on Trista's shoulder. Yes, and- I will uh, jump down to the next spot where I am right now, and I will use my bonus action to turn back into Brokos, and then uh, I'm going to cast my Primal Savage or Jujri, and going to claw at this uh, natural 20. Ooh. All right, give me some damage. So that's going to be uh, 18 points of acid damage. <laughs> God. All right. So you just melt his face off with your primal savagery. My turn. <laughs> it doesn't even get to give you his final groan. His head just evaporates and then he crumples before you. And that's horrible. All right. Dagmar. I would like to circle around. So I'm flanking with Alar right there. One up. Okay, so basically like that. Uh, no, this this one right here. Oh, I see what you I see what yep. you're doing there. And the um, while I'm doing that, I will drop my staff and or put that away, and then pull out the silver short sword. Hmm. All right. And attack. That is a twenty-six. All right. And did you roll with advantage? Oh, yeah, I need to do that. Well, nope, I didn't get a critical, okay. but that'll be sneak attack. So, uh, 11 damage. Nice. And then I will use my bonus action to make an unarmed strike. And that is a hit. That's 18. Advantage. Oh, yeah, advantage. <laughs> oh. Yeah, didn't work. <laughs> I got a one. Uh, and then six more damage with the unarmed strike. So nice. I'd like to stab him in the back and then punch him in the back of the head with my gauntlet. All right. He is a zombie punching bag. He is still standing, though. Alar, so you've got advantage with one of them who's definitely beaten up a bit. Okay. I will stab it in the face with my rapier. And I get a 21. 10 points of damage. All right. You stab him in the face, cleaving the head in twain. And he does not make a save against that. So he crumples to the ground. And with my dagger, I will stab the other one. I don't have advantage on that one. So that would be 12. That is still a hit. Seven points of damage on him. All right. They are not long for this world. Well, he will attempt his zombie slam on you. Ooh, at least I got a natty 20 before this was over. All right, Alar, so he gives you a good slam in the face back. And that is going to be... Uh, what is that? Nine... Uh, ten damage. Okay. Bam. How do you like me now? That's what he says, but it comes out with like... (laughs) (laughs) That's what he's thinking. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Triss. There is one standing. It clocked Alar decently. All right, I run up to it. All right, you run up to it. And then I... I, um, Do you want to circle around? Yes, sure, I circle. All right, right, so you step in, flanking with Alar... 
so not a not a crit but definite hit haha <laughs> for 10 damage all right second one still no critical but definite hit for seven damage all right it looks like he would have gone down but he manages to stay on his feet with mm. his zombie fortitude you get one more attack. Yes, I get one more attack. Yep. All right. Going down. Mm. Uh, 17 still hits, yes? That does still hit. Okay. For eighth damage. Um, okay. See if he gets that every time. Let's see. Ooh. You said seven damage? Eight. I said eighth damage. Eight damage. Oh, interesting. Okay, so he does actually not go down. Zombies. It's mm. kind of fun. No, it is not yeah, fun. Yeah, they go to zero. They. Yeah, they have to basically make a DC point. against the, yeah. the the damage to main, maintain standing at one hit point. So cool. He did that twice in a row. That was actually pretty challenging. So he's uh, you're just pummeling him and slashing him, but he's still on his feet. All right, Brokus. Another primal savagery. All right, so you bound up on him. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a 20. Oh, yeah. Natural. So I'm trying to remember what dice look like. Nine points of acid damage. And he collapses under that. The power of your acid was too much. <laughs> All right, so he melts down be- before you between the three of you guys. And uh, so the smell of singeing corpse undead corpse smells great I imagine killing zombies is probably a gross enterprise probably yeah yeah just your sword just kind of plunging through necrotic mm-hmm. flesh yeah black ooze and guts and things leaking out it's pretty awesome to wipe off my hands <laughs> yeah right i don't know maybe it depends upon <laughs> how old sanitizer. they are <laughs> it might be a little leathery like more like yeah just kind of desiccated you know like yeah. dry and like a bog mummy or something like that. Like sort of. Yeah. Yeah, hmm. yeah exactly. All right. Because these are not fresh dead. They are not fresh. Hmm. They are clearly very old. Uh, they're tattered garb. Uh, yeah, there's really not a lot left of it. Okay, well, the uh, the re- <laughs> things are relatively quiet here. You can kind of glance around. You see that they just seem to be either standing or milling out dormantly in this uh, this ruined structure. There's just debris and rocks and nothing so nothing really exciting. These are probably not the only zombies or undead hanging around here. Well, pro- probably not. Yeah, are they, they're human? Humanoid. Can we uh, yeah, hum- definitely humanoid. I mean, Dr. Brokos. Yes. Want to take a look? Yeah, I'd like to see if they're <laughs> human. <Definitely Brokos. laughs> hmm. Consulting I'm going to use my quarter staff to poke them. Ha ha ha. It's a 21 for medicine. <laughs> uh, yeah, actually, they. Uh... Yeah, I'm going to stick my finger in its eye socket to see if it's a human. <laughs> <laughs> always, always with the eye sockets. There's <laughs> always the line, and he goes right past it. Yep. <laughs> yes. Uh... My whole fist in its mouth to grab its teeth to see. <laughs> These are uh, human teeth. <laughs> three human males and a human female uh, of uh, various adult ages. 
Hmm. I will uh, announce that as I'm observing the corpses. I'm, I'm wondering if they're part of this city or not. Yeah, uh, I would say with that role, there's no obvious signs of hmm. death. Hmm. Are th- do they appear to have any... I know their clothes are tattered, but are they of any kind of style that I would recognize, or do they appear much older? Oh, they have no style, Dagmar. <laughs> Trust me on that. Get a nice pair of boots, and he's just all about style now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, that's that's a good question. Um, so there's not because of the this the state of their clothing you you don't really get a sense of the style but i'll say what little there is seems foreign okay and the um the the items that you have found so far in the various places like uh, you you know you found the you found some various boots and the bracers you know, even though these are you know, technically, you know, generic D and D magic items, but there is a they're like there's a design to them, so they don't I don't they don't all look identical, and that style is unfamiliar. It's not like something you the uh, surface dwellers have seen in Vadragran, or it's not the style of the people of Subterra. It's it's definitely foreign. Shane never said anything about this. Who? I'm um, sorry. Um, our our uh, friend who brought us down here, Cobalt. Yeah, yeah. Why would I think her name was Shay? The Colbo who brought us down here, her. her oh. The employee. No, she did not say anything about that. Uh, but like undead being down here. Well, no, she, this, well, I don't think she's ever yeah. been down here. She probably or doesn't have any idea. Being an old, would she say it was an old city? Or just ruins? Does she know about it? No. <laughs> no, okay. you, you, you have zero information about yeah, it. Yeah, she okay. only referred to it as the dig site. Okay. Does um, uh, Sk- uh, Sila. Sila, sorry. sorry. Any of the this the foreign style does it creep into anything around knockabout? Like, is anything related as far as clothing or the the magical illumination for light? Well, yes. You, I mean, you. Um, the lights for sure. There, there's definitely a parallel between the lighting in in Knockabout and the lighting in this city. Okay. And uh, just the yeah, definitely the the design. You haven't. So we're obviously just really getting into this, and and unfortunately, there's just so much to take in, especially something as huge as an underground city with a lot of different things. So, uh, and I, nobody wants to hear me spend hours talking about it. But were you to pause because there's there's a lot of lights. I mean, even the ones, I mean, there's a lot of broken ones. So if you spend a moment and then examine an existing one nearby, there is a distinct de- design similarity between these two. The, um, I'll just say this because we're kind of just actually about out of time. The, um, the quality of the ones in this city are much higher. Like the, the craftsmanship, the detail, they're very fine. You would say the ones in uh, Knockabout, they're not cheap knockoffs because that would be selling it poorly but they are imitations okay but the ones in knockabout i mean we've seen the the wiring right is there wiring for these there is okay yeah it's it's um it's obfuscated though that you instead of having like wires running from building to building if you pause so trust if you think about it and you go and look at one of the lampposts yes i definitely am going to yeah. yeah there is 
there's some wiring. So it's the same technology that's powering these magical lamps. But they're, the wiring is underground or buried yeah. from where we stand. Yeah, so there's no obvious way to, to mm. see where it's going to. See? Thoughtful urban planning. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> yes, so with that thought of the urban planning, mm. you guys can uh, you can spend spend the next while thinking about what you want to do next because now you've got undead possibly to worry about. And uh, I don't know if that's going to affect. I'm not worried about them, Tom. All right. We'll see. (sighs) Okay. All right. So we're going to stop right here. It's probably not the biggest cliffhanger, but uh, it's, uh, there's just so much and I'm excited to continue to get into this leg of the game. With you guys at the table. Yay. So thanks for being here. And so we left one city to find an underground city to find another underground city. Yes. There's a pattern. Yeah. It's just Russian dolls. Cityception. <laughs> Cityception. Except, except for the cities are getting bigger. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's a different timeline. And less people-y. Yeah. Well, well, actually, to be, to be fair, they're actually getting smaller. Oh, like okay. Vadragan was is really huge. I mean, I didn't. I don't know that I've looked at a key, but I think it's four times the size of Knockabout. Oh, okay. Like, okay. I mean, we. I never really felt like we really explored Vadragan. We just sort of Kinda connected points. points. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I mean, Knockabout's yeah, a, a good sized right city, yeah. and there's a lot there, and it's really cool. And then this is probably. I don't know, like half the size of Knockabout. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, Russian dolls just in reverse. In reverse. Anyway, that's it. Thanks everybody. All right. right. Till next time. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed our show, please take a moment to rate us, as this goes a long way to promote us. If you love our show, we are on Patreon. Even a dollar a month can help keep the content coming. For other adventures in the world of Atlas, check out our sister show, Down with Dragons, on YouTube or Twitch at Monsters Roll. Dungeon Patrol is a Monsters Roll production. We will see you next week. This dungeon has been Patrol.